Bloke's Talking Tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. All the latest news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two Bloke's Talking Tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two Bloke's Talking Tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Trevor along with you from EFTM.com and Stephen Fennig from techguide.com.au. G'day, mates. G'day, Trevor. Do you know what's good about that intro? It's a, it's generic. It says, uh, yeah, it says Your Tech Life. That, well, that's why that's a problem. Yeah, it's but a bit old. That, that it, it ages it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but luckily, nothing like we don't talk about actual products because that is a six-year-old intro. Wow. That is our 2012. We, we started in 2011. Yeah. And we oh, up, so we updated it once. We, we, <laughs> <laughs> Good that we're on the ball. Because the file's called TBTT Open 2012. 2012. It was right. like, it's new. Yay. Hey, there you go. Uh, I should well, probably get onto that. But, uh, yeah. mate, you know, in time, all, all things, all things come to, well, good yeah. things come to those who wait. It's like, like wine. Is it like wine? It gets better with age. It's or? a Penfolds Grange, that there puppy. You have it. Nice. Hey? Nice. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks to good people at Netgear and Uniden. Tell you about them shortly, but it is all about the tech news of the week uh, as we see it here. Trevor Long and Stephen Finney. Now, just to be clear, this is episode 349. Um, it is not the you're not listening to the same episode as last week, but we are going to talk about the same thing at the start yes. of the show because we have to. Optus yeah, exactly. Well, we followed the, the whole saga. We can't stop now. No, we, oh, I can't stop. I just can't. <laughs> um, last week, um, we'd gotten to a point where where SBS had been given back the the World Cup up until the end of the group stages, and there was still a uh, you know, uh, question mark over the over the finals in terms of the round of sixteen, round of 16. and the quarterfinals. Yep. So it was today announced that SBS is getting the entire World Cup. So Optus has thrown their hands in the air and gone, you know what? For the sake of simplicity, let's just keep going yeah. how we are. Because it would it would have only been the round of sixteen and the quarterfinals and the quarters that would have only been on Optus. All of them would have been on Optus. No, the round SBS. of sixteen would have got one game a day. On, um, on SBS. First choice. Yeah. And then there would have been... So basically, this weekend is, is when the round of 16 starts. Yeah. Optus would have had a game exclusively. Right. So there'd be no other way to watch it. It'd Optus have Sport. to work. Optus yeah. Sport. So essentially, rather than, you know, potentially you know having a crisis, they've they've gone with a middle ground. Now, I, um, I've spoken to Optus about this over the last week because, mm-hmm. you know, last week's been pretty uh, high... High, they, high energy in terms of the amount of reporting we've done on this. Did they tap you on the shoulder again? This no, last week they no, a little tap no on the we, shoulder. we just had a conversation about they their were. issues. Now, I'm pretty... So, And the other thing is, the Socceroos game this week, mm-hmm. I was in Melbourne. It was on the TV, but I turned the TV off. And I watched it on the Optus Sport app. Yep. Worked fine. Yep. It's beautiful. Actually, really beautiful but quality. That, that's what we expected, though. It looked we great. We expected that. And so it seems to me that they genuinely have solved the problem but they don't have the confidence in, I guess, the the end user experience. And this is what I mean by that. Essentially, one or two tweets on an exclusive Optus game saying there's a problem and the whole world explodes. You remember last week we were talking about Telstra and yeah. how you know, they had a very small problem and it, and it got reported as being you know a yeah. huge nationwide thing, even though it was a very small problem. Yeah. That's Optus's concern. Optus, I reckon, 
looking at this going, you know what, if, if, if 10 people complain, it's going to be like the whole country's complaining. Yeah. So we're better off just putting this whole episode behind us. But think about that for a minute. Eight million bucks they paid SBS for the rights. Yeah, I reckon they've spent another eight million on marketing and branding and activations at train stations and all the you know billboards and stuff they've done. Yeah. They they reaped a fair bit of revenue out of people who were willing to pay and they've had to refund all that money. And I have no doubt that they haven't had to pay or they haven't gotten their money back from SBS. So this thing's cost them millions. Millions so, yeah, as but, an exercise. But you mentioned that there was no uh it, it didn't you watched it, it worked fine. Yeah. Don't you think though that making it free would have put more pressure on on the no, service? Because S- I know people had SBS as well. That's the problem, right? You so look at the curve. If if the final number, let's say there was two hundred thousand users yeah. beforehand, and they made it free, and it went to five hundred thousand. Yeah. The problem is the two hundred thousand were exclusively watching it on Optus, and now you have got five hundred thousand. It's like fifty, a hundred thousand are probably watching it on Optus. So I don't mm. think they've ever gotten to that peak. Right. Now again, I, I can't speak for Optus, but I did ask them. I said, listen. I was trying to, I was trying to help. I was trying to say, listen, if there's a good story to be told, let's tell it, right? Yeah. If you've had a peak, if, if there's been a night where, where it was your biggest game ever and it's worked reasonably well yeah. for you, let's talk about that. It withstood it. And yes. they've, they've not said that to me. Now that may be because they hate me, but it could also be because <laughs> they haven't had a really big peak. Yeah. So I think in the end, they're, they're at a really big crossroads here because there's not going to be that peak anymore now, right? There's no, there's no ability for that peak because it's no. on SBS. Um, they've offered the the service free until August when the English Premier League comes on. Mate, one fifth of the World Cup audience will want the English Premier League. So yeah, it's, that's it's a different fan. isn't that's it? That's not going to be a test of it either. No, not at all. But uh, the next test is when they when they get their next big sporting event, which will be well, the Premier League is sort of big. Nah, what, what else do they get? Tiny. World Cup twenty twenty two. So well, do you reckon SBS would get in the bed with them again? Maybe not. But yeah. like I, I, I'm. It amuses me that uh, Alan Liu, who's the Optus CEO, mm. is still abundantly confident about, like, and positive about the whole thing. I suppose yes. that's his job, but he's I been know. saying that we did this. Like, did you hear what he said today? He said we did this with the customer in mind. We we wanted, we made this decision to give the customer choices. Mm. So he's kind of trying to put a positive spin on the move. We, I personally see this as them them just sort of waving the white flag. This this to me says, you know what? We're not confident in our service. We are going to hedge our bets, get SBS on board. You're getting it for free. Kind of takes the takes the fire off any complaint because it's a free service now. The problem is, you're David Gallup, you're Gil McLaughlin, you're Todd Greenberg, three biggest sporting bosses in Australia. In three years, five years, when the when the broadcast rights come up and you've got yeah. conglomerates. So right now you've got nine and Fox go there and seven and whatever. Mm-hmm. So let's say Optus and SBS go for the rights to the AFL or something like that. It won't happen, yeah. but, you know, Channel 7 and, or just a sidebar, a new deal. Mate, are you even going to let them in the door? That's their biggest well, problem right now. If their strategy, if their three-year plan yeah. is to have sports rights... Um, they're trying to own soccer, so they're going to try and buy Champions League and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Maybe they'll buy some European rights because no one else gives a rats, <laughs> right? And and they can probably just beat Fox Television because they've got the money, right? Yeah. I just don't see them getting anything bigger than football. Yeah, I know it is. It is a problem if their reputation precedes them now mm. in any kind of future negotiation. That is definitely an issue. They've been. They've kind of had a. They've had a the, the red line put under their name. The, yeah. the red line put through not not through their name, but. An asterisk next to the like name, like a big anyway. question mark, a big yeah, something, absolutely, you know? definitely. But um, you know, it's it's 
they'd be looking over the fence a bit, I think, too. Like they're probably wondering, well, why doesn't Foxtel now have any issues? I know they they Telstra. don't have Telstra don't have, have a... two million consecutive streams on a weekend of AFL. Yeah. It's working fine, and and the you, know, you can watch you know, I, I watch my footy on Foxtel now as well. I, I've gave up my Foxtel box. Yeah, I'm now a Foxtel you, now. You've done that, I, have you? Yeah, did it months ago. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. so I'm purely, purely Foxtel now at home, streaming everything. Has you, it hang on, there was a, we had a conversation about this. Your missus yeah. was worried that the channels were slightly different. The, the, she was. How does that work for no, her? I think no, she's fine now with that. Yeah, it's Chromecasting. Well, no, you got the little, you got the little now. We've got a Foxtel now box downstairs for Joe. Yep, I've got Telstra TV in my office. Yeah, to to watch it, and in my theatre, I've got Foxtel now. I bought another box. Yeah, and Chromecast up in the bedroom. Perfect. Yeah. So sold. and see, this is the thing we need to continue to talk about: is streaming's fine. Streaming can be fine, and this is where Alan Liu, you would hope, is you know ripping yeah. new behinds to people because yeah. clearly they stuffed up. Look, with the greatest respect to the engineers yeah. involved, sorry, you stuffed it up. Yeah, and and like I SBS's said, SBS's streams working fine. Yeah, absolutely, and all the other companies that stream as well, all the other telcos as well. But like I said in a, in a previous podcast, you only get one chance to make a first impression, yeah. and this yeah. is a first impression, unfortunately, for customers and it, potentially even for sporting bodies, is uh, not the best. No, and that 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 could sit with them uh, for for the, into the future. Well, think about how long Vodafone sits with Vodafone. Still today, people say, "Ah, oh, yeah. they you know Vodafone." Like, hang on a minute. But they've it's, come back solid. Bit, oh, they've come they've back come solid, back but solid. still lots of reputational but questions. I'm going to put right? this out there. I've got faith in Optus that they'll come back from this. I've, I've got faith in the company that they've they've done well in other areas, right? I've been an Optus customer at home for many years, and I haven't had a problem with their service, occasional outages and whatever. But I think as a company, they've 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 done pretty well by me. Mm. And by a lot of people. Yeah. This aside, yeah, yeah. I think they've got the potential to the the customer loyalty will still be there. Oh look, them. I was blown away. So I was in Melbourne for the last two days and so you know, I'd walk through the casino to get to a like a cafe for dinner or something. You know, you, and you know, in a casino there's a lot of TVs where they're showing sport and stuff. Mm. Mate, I was blown away that, that Optus Sport stream, you know, for a fetch box I assume somewhere. It was just up on the screen, so the Optus Sport logo on the top. You know, it's really it has the potential to compete with Fox Sports, right? It does, yeah. And and that's clearly their vision. Like that's Foxtel should be should be yep careful not to be too complacent about this drama giving them a leg up. Absolutely, because that's where they can and yeah. should be. But mate, you know, do they deserve another chance? That first give them, impression. Give them another chance. Well, like, it's it's. You know, it's, you, it's, you, it's, a, it's a Samsung Note 7 like marketing exercise. Absolutely. Right? And look what Samsung did. They came back strong. They've got to, they've got to come back yeah. as strong and as fierce. In fact, you know what they've got to do? They're going for the Champions League and UEFA Cup and all these things. They've got to go, you know what? Bugger it. We're going to get something else, something yeah. big that's going to attract the whole, not the whole Australian audience on the yeah. scale of World Cup, but something that inspires the whole Australian audience. Absolutely. Clearly think, it's not uh, AFL or NRL because those rights are locked in for a while. But yeah. I wonder, and I haven't thought about it, so not, not really a question for now, but I wonder what it is that Optus mm. could bid for that could give them that second first impression. Absolutely. I think that their next move is, it's, 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 like, it's like I said when Samsung had the Note 7 drummers. It was a good comparison because it's, to, to quote Rocky Balboa, it ain't how hard you hit, it's how hard you can get hit and get up again. And this is their test. Mm. They, they can't just cower now in the corner. They've got to come out bigger, better, go big or go home sort of attitude now yeah. to say, well, you know what? That was a speed bump. 
this is what we really what we really yeah. can do. That's that, they've what got they have to do. They've got to go radio um, Melbourne Cup or something, you know, because Channel Seven does a lot of really good but streaming. Does it even have to be sport? <clears throat> what else could it be? It has well, to be something live well, that's sport, critical, right? Obviously, you need sport, but, no, but they has, need something as well. Like they need to content. do something for free for everyone that yeah. can inspire the confidence in streaming once again. Yeah, totally that's the right. challenge for Optus. That, that's, they, that, that's the thing, too, that, that they get knocked down and they get up again. Was, uh, was, was the whole technology kind of took a hit, too. Yeah. And it, it sort of put a question mark, I think, across other services. We're thinking, geez, I hope this doesn't happen to my Foxtel now or to other streaming services. Mm. And... I think customers now that have been maybe affected by the Optus sport drama, that their faith imagine, in the technology hasn't been shaken. Imagine getting someone who's affected by the, this drama to switch from Foxtel Cable to Foxtel Now. Mm. Like, they just wouldn't do it. Yeah. They wouldn't give it the faith. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, interesting views. Ziggy Zaggy, the hashtag, at Trevor Long, at Stephen Fennick. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, we did mention Vodafone earlier uh, as a... A telco, and uh, we did mention they have uh, had their own problems in the past, mm. but it seems they've put that well behind them, and they're now entrenched in their as an NBN uh, yeah. internet service provider, and they've just unveiled some new some new uh, options for customers. And I think this is a very interesting timing. So I think they launched their NBN, let's say November last year, right? Just slowly, it was very small, and it's it's expanded. Uh, I connected to Vodafone's NBN. Um, I got rid of the My Republic, and to be clear, I'm not. And my Republic was great, but I'm trying to churn through a few ISPs to understand where the um, speed bumps might be. So I connected to Vodafone NBN, um, and I didn't have a problem because, you know what, I'm, it sounds terrible. I'm not worried about the upfront cost. I'm happy. I didn't go on a contract, so I'm paying an extra 10 mm-hmm. bucks because of that and stuff like that. But I think they've, they've either – there's one or two things that's happened. They've either not got the customer growth they want yeah. or they've had a good run with customers, but they, they're seeing very clearly the barrier to other people coming on. And those barriers are um, along the lines of they don't, people don't like contracts. Mm-hmm. Um, people also don't like the upfront cost of mm-hmm. having to get a modem and all that. Yeah. And there's also a question about landlines. So the three things they've done from my reading of this is they've gotten rid of contracts, very similar to what they did with the mobile phones about a year ago. They've gone, you know what, yeah. no, no. It's fine. You Simple. Month to month, and the longer you're with us, the bigger the benefits. So, yep. for example, um, you, you're, you're not locked into a contract, so you can switch and play. But to remove that upfront barrier, they've gone, here's a you know $180 modem or whatever it is, five bucks a month. It's yours, pay it off. Just like Smart. with their mobile phones, it's a divided by 36 thing. It's not a, yep. They're not making money off it, it's just five bucks a month. If you're connected to the Vodafone NBN network, it's they give you a rebate of $5, so you're not actually paying the five bucks. So what that means is you could connect to Vodafone NBN first up. So you're you're a great example, Stephen. You're about to get NBN. Yes. In August, as I've been told. And and you're going to make a decision. So you're going to need a new modem. Someone's going to have to provide you with that modem, right? So your first provider is going to cost you money. So let's say you connect to Vodafone, no cost, Mm -hmm. because they're they're not charging you up front for the modem. And after two months, you go, yeah, it's not what I want, or there's a better deal out there. You switch carriers to Aussie or Telstra or someone else. And you keep the Vodafone modem, and you keep paying Vodafone five bucks a month. So you basically pay off the modem with Vodafone over thirty-six months, and you're not even a Vodafone MBN customer. Mm-hmm. So it's a smart way of going. It's fine. You just pay off the modem. We're cool. We don't mind if you don't stick with us, but come back if you want. But well, I'm also a Vodafone mobile customer. So what's in it for me? Though this is the interesting one. I, I didn't see this as appealing, but I think probably with the average Joe, mm. the question of the what about my landline? landline yes. What about my landline? Yeah. And you know, a lot of people are paying 30 bucks a month with Telstra right now to have a landline, to have it connected, or they're bundled into a big plan, which mm-hmm. is great and all that stuff. 
and you've got this number and you don't have to tell everyone you don't have that number anymore. So Vodafone's now doing five bucks a month. They take your, your landline number. So you port your, which yep. is completely possible, just like with mobiles. You port your landline number to Vodafone yep. and they divert the calls to your mobile phone. Right. You have to be a Vodafone mobile customer initially for this to happen. Right. But so the, if you're a Telstra customer getting Telstra Vodafone mobile, MBN, nah. you can't use the mobile You can't do the landline. But I could. You could because so you're a Vodafone I, I'm customer. I'm a Vodafone mobile customer. So I could, so I can have answer my home phone number, yep, as well as my and, regular and it'll, number. It'll, it'll bring through caller ID. All those things will work. Okay. It won't be like a diversion. So will there won't you won't get charged a, for the calls. won't be a physical line. Nope. So this will be so it'll it's just, just come, through my, come through the, the mobile, mobile network. Yep. It's just or, really or, or mobile or, or Wi-Fi calling at home. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's it's for people who essentially don't really get calls on their mobile, but they, they have people call them on the landline, so they don't want to disconnect that. Well, that's what I do. They feel attached I, to I it. I have a landline that I often just use. The only thing I use for is like to do radio. If well, I, if they, they ask for a landline. And I think my, my coverage can be patchy. I was just going to say, that's, there's yeah. a big difference there. The, yeah. the using a landline because of the quality of a landline, even a VoIP MBN-style landline like I've got, is still better, that's what I better quality yeah, that's what I'll get. than your mobile. But the average Joe, mate, doesn't need it. Yeah. You just don't need it. You got your mobile with you all the time. I'll just get a VoIP line if I have to. Yeah, that's what you'll do. But Back in, what in, I, yeah. in terms of what Vodafone's targeting here, yeah, right. I think it's a smart move. So, so who, did you get that through an ISP or? Oh, it's a long, complicated story. One of your contacts, eh, Trevor? Tell me off air, mate. It's a long and complicated story. put me story. in touch with whoever did it, please. Um, but, yeah, it's just a standard VoIP line, okay. essentially. It's like an okay. office. It looks like a commander telephone. It's like a modern commander system. It looks yeah, like yeah. one of them phones on 24, you know, when he gets a call. Yeah, on, I yeah. should change it. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah, yeah, get I that should get that ring oh, I had that on my phone years ago. Oh, was, it was you know my what? ringtone. Only two days ago, I thought, I might download that again that and put it on my phone. That is great. But the, this is cool because it's got a, if you if you don't get me, it emails me the voicemail. Love yeah, have it. Yeah, and yeah. so, what is that? What brand phone is that? It's a Polycom phone. So Polycom, it's, okay, know, wow, good Jeez, stuff. Look it's at got, you, Polycom. It's got, it's got a camera for video calls. Is that and right? Stuff. I don't know how you'd use it because it's <laughs> it's meant to be part it's of an office. At the ceiling. It's meant to be part of it. No, no, because you can you can tilt it. It's oh, good. really? It's wow. meant to be part of an office network. Okay. But, so when if I ring you, I won't have to ask you what you're wearing. I can see it, oh, Trevor. Steve. <laughs> Stephen, please. Anyway, back uh, to the uh, back, back to, to Vodafone. Vodafone. Yes, yes. So yes. I think they're presenting a good option for people who want to switch, yeah, but are a bit reluctant. Remember last time they offered uh, Netflix Netflix for a year? Wasn't yeah. that their NBN I think offering? Still doing that. Still doing that. Cool. So I'll get I'll that as well. Check. If I, I've already got Netflix, but I'll, I'll get another free. I don't year. know they're still doing that, but anyway. So yeah, good deals if you're on. If you're about to connect to the NBN or you think yep. they're switching and testing it out, another telco and Vodafone. Also, the Wi-Fi booster they're offering as well. Yeah, so, so it looks exactly the same as the modem, but yep. it's a, it's a booster. And I haven't tested it. I, I'm tipping yep. it's not a mesh style. I think it's more like a booster style. I think so it's more like a range extender. I'd still prefer people went for a cover uh, Orbi style yep. approach, yep. a mesh network style. Definitely, but that's a whole other ballgame. Anyway, Absolutely. details of the Vodafone plan and stuff at EFTM.com. One of our great sponsors for Two Blokes Talking Tech is Uniden, and they've got a numerous cool products, including dash cams and, and phones, wireless cordless phones, but they've also got a range of, of, of security cameras, one called the AppCam Solo. This is a their first wire-free home security camera. Full HD you get through this. It's also weatherproof, so no problems being placing it inside or outside. Wi-Fi connection with remote access through their free app as well, so you can look at live footage or recorded footage anywhere in the world. 
The app also gives you notifications when motion or sound is detected, but you're not going to get any of those nuisance false notifications because it only notifies you when a heat source is detected. Cameras can be twisted to any angle to suit the situation. It's got a 130-degree viewing angle as well, so you get a great field of vision. You can see everything. And it's also got two-way audio, so you can talk to whoever is standing in front of that camera, whether it's a visitor, a courier, or a pest you want to get rid of. They've also got the Uniden AppCam Spotlight. This is a two-in-one spotlight camera. It's got powerful LED lights, so it lights up all your entranceways. Anywhere where you've got sort of poor lighting, this can be installed there, and it's really easy for you to light up the way when you arrive home in the dark, even throughout this cold winter. It's also got remote access through the app, and you also turn on the LED lights remotely and has that two-way audio as well. If you want to read about those products, AppCam Solo and the AppCam Spotlight, Uniden.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. A few products announced in the last week. We didn't talk about one of them last week because I kind of knew this one was coming, but Oppo going a bit hard on their, I'm going to say, premium brand phones because they really have pushed up their pricing levels. Um, I think they're really pushing. And to be honest, Sam from Alcatel mentioned this last week at a lunch we we had with him um, talking about how Alcatel is strong in the, you know, sub $300 mark. And they don't, they don't plan to suddenly push towards the no. six, seven hundred dollar mark. Whereas Oppo was a three, four hundred dollar phone and now they're, you know, five, six, seven hundred dollar phones. So the R15 Pro is, is one device they announced, which to me, oh, I've had a look at it. I've got it somewhere yeah, here. It's, got it you know, it's a great looking yeah. phone. It's yeah. a very iPhone like, got the notch, big screen, yep. 6.28 inches or something like yep. that. It's, um, looks really nice. It's a great phone. It is a nice looking device. They, they, their, their products are, are pretty cool looking. They're pretty sleek. Yeah, made of glass as well. This one NFC for the first time. The the point they were making to me, which I thought was fun, it's it's, it's kind of what got my interest was price wise. Even though it's a seven hundred dollar phone, they made a they did a bundle. I don't know if it's sold out yet, but it was a Bali. It's, yeah, it's called BaliBundle dot com. Bali, yeah. So, but it was only open to the first fifty people. Fifty though. people. They're, yeah. they're trying to make a point. Reckon? They were essentially trying out? to make a point. You yeah. know, um, yeah. Fifteen hundred and seventy nine dollars is what you'd buy an iPhone ten for or a yeah. Samsung Galaxy S nine plus, right? $1,579. So their point was, pay pay us $1,579. We'll give you a brand new phone yeah. and flight to Bali, three nights in Bali, and a bunch of you know yeah. great things Some to do in Bali. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, I liked it because it, it it really does get your attention to how much extra you're spending yeah, on those bigger no, end of town. Phones. A great idea. And uh, the only question I had, and I interviewed uh, Michael Tran, who's the uh, head of Oppo in Australia. He'll be on my Tech Guide podcast next week. But uh, the question, one of the questions I asked him was, why why have the R15 and the R15 Pro? They're only like a hundred bucks it's apart. Less than a hundred. Oh, it's just slightly more than hundred. They're almost identical. Like the the only difference I think is there's a slightly uh, better camera in the R15 Pro, slightly faster processor. Uh, cam- the battery capacity I think is the the R15 has a higher battery capacity. Yeah. So it's I said why do you make two? Or why do you just make one? Yeah, because the R15, the non-Pro on a plan is only only Woolworths are stocking it. Yeah. Optus, Telstra, and Vodafone have all taken the R15 Pro. The Pro. And, and that's, like, a, that's, that's a, a big deal. That's a big tick for them as well. The fact that all the telcos are taking this, and right. that, that that's uh, unless you're Apple or Samsung. That's no guarantee for any other telco. No. Like you look at HTC. Have you heard of any, the U12 They've Plus ne- on no a plan? Way. Like, no way. Or, or what's the other, or LG's G7. Have you seen that on a plan? No. So this is a pretty, this is a decent win here for Oppo being because, in the market. Because with, with Telstra, you could be on $79 a month and no no handset repayment. Yeah. So Vodafone, bucks. it's like $61. Optus, it's like uh, mm-hmm. 
$55. So, you know, yeah. it's, it's a really affordable level plan. Uh, and I think that that's a smart move by the telcos because I think they have struggled to have those mid-tier plans. Yeah, well, I think they see the amount of customers who are saying, well, we're going to brush you. We're going to buy our own handset and then get a SIM from somewhere else. Yeah. So th- this is their way of sort of kind of keeping those customers that they've lost because they weren't offering these, this mid-tier you know, The more I think about it, this is, this is Oppo's crowning moment right now. I'm sure it'll get better from here, but let's let's just look at this. This thing's going to be stocked out right at JB, Good Guys, Office Works, Retrovision, Woolworths. Yeah. It's on a plan at Woolworths, Optus, Telstra, Vodafone. That's their best ever. It is. And and, it, and, and outside of Samsung and Apple, I can't think of anyone else that's got that all, level all distribution. Yeah, me neither. I think, and yeah. I don't care how much yeah. they've paid for it. I don't care about, you know, it's stupid. Yeah. I don't think people realise, like, you know, they pay money to be in JB, they pay money to be on the front of the, the magazines. But that's how it works everywhere. Harvey Absolutely. Norman, you yeah. know when you open up the, the catalogues, even a Big W toy catalogue, Big W doesn't go, oh, that's a really good thing, let's put that in the catalogue. Big W goes, hey, yeah. do you want to pay want to, to be in our catalogue? <laughs> Harvey Norman makes big money yeah. from catalogues. Totally. Right, yeah. so this I think it's a really big deal. I think it's it's credit to Michael Tran um, and the team at Oppo for getting this far in and getting this distribution with a L- product like that. Little thing to notice too, uh, if you are buying the phone outright, so JB, Good Guys, yeah. Officeworks, Retrovision, Woolworths, you are getting the dual SIM version. Yes. So if you want to, if you want to be able to, the the second slot in the tray can be either a second SIM or an SD card micro SD card. Mm. The versions you buy on a plan from Optus, Vodafone and Telstra, single SIM card, SD, micro SD card slot, you can't put a second SIM for obvious reasons. The telcos don't want you to put another telco SIM in yeah. their in their phone. So if that's something you want to do, dual SIM phone, which a lot, a lot of these mid-tier phones are, are moving that way, that is your option. You have to buy it outright to have that feature. So the other one, which we didn't mention last week because I thought it was we might just lump it in here, because it hasn't been announced for Australia yet, let's be yeah. very clear. But I think it got a good amount oh, it'll of come here, attention it globally, so it's worth us talking yeah. about, is the Find X. Well. Now, this thing is next level because there's no notch, but the mm-hmm. screen goes all the way to the top. And they've done that by creating a pop-up camera. Yeah. So the things that the reason the notch exists, if it isn't obvious to you, is because there's sensors and cameras and face detection, all that kind of stuff, in that little notch. So what they've done is gone, okay, we'll put this, when you want the selfie camera, press this button and up will come this thing. It also uses it for face ID too. So if you want to unlock your phone, this little camera goes, pops up and goes back in again. Now, Oh, this I don't is think not, that's the exact sound it makes either. This is not Oppo's first um, you know, gimmick like this. They do you remember the twirly, the do you remember twirly, the twirly camera? Thing? Yeah. I was in Singapore when they launched yeah. a phone that had this twirling yeah. you know, top. It was like, so instead of putting a 20 megapixel camera on the front and a 3 megapixel on the back, mm-hmm. they just put this massive camera on, yep. which you just went, oh, it's selfie, and it goes, zzzz, and, it, and it, it spun around. around. It was manual. You spam, manually spun no, no, around. No, no, you flip your thing and the thing went, zzzz, it was unbelievable. Oh, there you go. Wow. Like it was, was that so the sound smart. as well? It was yeah, totally. Cool. We're very pretty good cool. Yeah, that's right. We're like Michael Winslow, you know, the police academy. Yeah. It's like, it's not bad for you. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. But yeah, I, I'm impressed with this device. I think uh, I, I instantly thought, though, as many did, I'm thinking, wow, that's just something else that's going to break. <laughs> this this mechanism that pops out of your phone, and you think of your phone, you've got it with you every day. Yeah. How hard is it going to be if like a grain of sand gets in there or something? I asked Michael that as well, and he said, well, you know what? We tested this thing 
we, they they did it. You know how they they do those tests to simulate uh, extended use. So he said they did a three hundred thousand times it went up and down, which he says simulates five years of use. And he said it was. We, we've seen those kind of tests at yeah. HTC in in Taiwan. We've seen the yeah. machines that do that. They just sit there constantly going up and yeah. up and up and then. So that'd be Kim Kardashian in a week, I reckon. Three hundred thousand uses of this, don't you reckon? I don't know where you're going with that, but well, um, she'd be taking a lot of selfies. Is what I'm saying. She'd be taking angle? a lot of photos. Yeah. Okay. I think so. I don't know. What are you? What are you? <laughs> what are you implying there, Trevor? I don't know. The rear wide camera needs angle. a wide angle. Okay. Um, right. Oh, <laughs> I get. I'm with you. I'm with you now. All right. Anyway, details of the Oppo R15 uh, at uh, TechGuide.com.au and EFTM.com. The Find X. We will bring you details as soon as it hits Australian. I think it's going to come out in August. Uh, okay. that, that's when they said. But uh, well, stand by for the Tech Guide yeah, podcast absolutely. next week for that one. I couldn't read my own writing then. I was wondering. Oh, ladies <laughs> I was and gentlemen, it's finally happened. No, I, Stephen no, no, it is wasn't, a gibber. No, I'll tell you now, it wasn't the, my writing. It was the angle it was on. I was oh, looking, I'm looking at it sideways. But anyway, what it says there is parents and gaming. And what by that I mean, there was uh, some research. Parents released. playing too many games? No, not no. the parents. It's the parents are not aware of their kids playing these mm. games and the amount of connectivity they've got online. Uh, we all know parents, and and this is this kind of you. You got skin in this game already with Big your time. kids online. That we already know. Parents are already aware that okay, kids are online. Online equals the internet equals this stuff. Oh, this is what I need to do. What this research from McAfee has revealed is that parents have kind of not turned a blind eye. They don't realise that there is a fair amount of online contact in gaming as well. So where in, kids are involved in chats, there's also links that they can click. They're also aware, I think parents are already across the fact that kids can spend money online. And they've, mm-hmm. that while they've addressed that issue, uh, because they don't allow their kids to play those sorts of games, so they're aware of that. But what they aren't aware of is that there is this contact of these these chats and i remember you mentioned one of the i think one of the games your kids you didn't like them playing because of the clash chat. of clans so that 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 was an issue so so you're across this but a lot of the parents who are letting their kids oh. play it they, they, their kids could be talking to some some person imitating a 15 year old or yeah. they, they could be possibly being groomed online right. it's a massive and do you know what we did this story on the today show I just remembered now on friday and you know talked about different parental controls and not not because of me, but because of the topic that it is, it was the highest rating, you know, three minutes of the show that day yeah. because parents are just it's like, what issue. the hell do I do here, right? Absolutely. Now, I'm just going to say the number one problem is parents just hand over the devices. They buy them an Xbox and they go, well done, kids, enjoy. You've, even if you set limits, which I respect and, yeah. and I endorse, um, you can't just do that. You've got to set it up properly. Now, we've got friends who are, who have just bought... I can say this because there was no way they'd be listening, who just bought an <laughs> Xbox for their son's birthday. Happy birthday. Um, and when that comes, I'm going to do my best to you know nudge in and say, yeah. can I help you set it up? Because here's what you need to do. And it's the same on iPhones, iPods, iPads. Yeah. You create an account for everyone. Apple has family sharing. Xbox has parental controls in a family. Yeah. PlayStation has the same. You don't create one account that's, you know, the long family. You create an account for Jackson, an account for Victoria, an account yeah. for Harrison, an account for Trevor, and maybe an account for Amanda yeah. if she gives a rats. But <laughs> so, there has to be a parental account, and then you create a family. And it's a really cool, simple thing to do. You create a family, and then the kids become, you know, parent, uh, 
kids in the yeah. in the family structure. Right. And you so can you, then, see, you can tell it in their account how old that child is. I, I, exactly. So the restrictions I can, can you can comply. set restrictions, and there's there's right. broad restrictions. You know, toddler uh, not toddlers, but there's kids, yeah. teens, and you know, adults and stuff. Yeah. And then you can go in and be a bit more finesse about it. So Jackson started hitting some barriers, you know, where he's starting to, it's starting to be frustrating for him because he oh. is getting barriers um, okay. and his mates aren't. So we went in, we went, radio. so let's just we'll pair that back. We'll pair this back. Mm-hmm. You can talk to your friends online, but you can't, no one can friend you unless, you know, I approve it or, yeah, right. you know, I have to approve all the purchases. You know, there's a bunch of simple things you do. Now, it's a bit of work, isn't it, for parents? Here's it's the a other bit problem. of work. It's a work to set up and, mate, it's also work to maintain. Yeah. I can totally see how parents go, oh, bugger, just turn it off. Yeah. Because, you know what, well, I'm sick of approving it. You yeah. know, my, our kids want to, down, like, Harry downloads an app called Cooking Time. It's a fun little app, cool. Yeah. And then Victoria wants it. I've got to approve that one as well. Oh, you know, it's oh, just right. an extra. Yeah. It's an extra step you've got to do all the time. But, but you know what's what? the alternative, it keeps mate? You the aware. alternative is, are you going to tell your child, no, you can't play because you can't be bothered? Or what's the alternative? The, the alternative al- is just not caring. And then mate, the alternative is you don't know they're what they're trouble. doing and yeah. who they're talking to. Yeah. And, it happens in a heartbeat. I was watching Jackson the other day on the iPad, and he plays the iPad with headphones on. Yeah. He's playing Fortnite. And I said, uh, no, maybe the, maybe the headphones weren't on. He was at the park. We were at netball. Yeah. And on a Friday night, as long as he's been there for the full three hours, he can play He can play his hour of screen time at the netball because yeah. one of his mates comes as well. Yeah. And I, th- I, heard, I said, who's that? I can hear. Because normally he's playing with Josh, and I can hear Josh. Yeah, da, yeah. Da, da. yeah. And I, he goes, it's, it's other people in the game. And I went, whoa, whoa, stop. Yeah. Sorry, what? He goes, yeah. in the lobby... Everyone yeah, can right. talk. And I went, well, I'm just going to stop you right there, and you're going to turn that off right now. Oh, so you turn the chat off here, right? Yeah, mate. Okay. Just disable that, buddy. It's not mm. happening. You know that. And he's he immediately went, cool, no worries. But yeah, right. He understood, though. He, he understands. Yeah. So, mate, this, this data from McAfee is frightening. Yeah. And, and some good tips they've offered, too. I've written on a tech guide, but there's some good tips. But the other thing that's worrying as well is that you know how, how long it took for games to get the proper ratings yeah, and like how long it took to oh, get an yeah. R rating. Yeah. That's the worrying thing here is that a lot of parents aren't even aware there are ratings on games. So what, what hope have they got of knowing about the chat and all this other online stuff? Parents are not even aware that there is an R rating on a game. A lot of kids are playing Call of Duty. They're like 12 and 13. Yeah, mate, most parents yeah. ignore the movie ratings too. It, well, uh, I can understand that, but here's a game. Like in a gaming situation, you're not just witnessing something; you're doing you're something. It, yeah. So whether you're so killing would, people, so that would be shot, your argument. To you taking know? a taking a six or seven year old to Star Wars is that you're there accompanying them because you're not going to take them to the movies on their That's own, right. are they? You're with them, yeah. and and you can walk out if you need to. But yeah. but it's also it's a it's a uh, consumption as opposed to a participation. Absolutely, absolutely oh, right. I well, can there, see that. There, there are, and look, I I totally agree with abiding by the game ratings because they're there for a reason. There's yeah. you know pretty gory content. Like if you play Call of Duty, all these top, top flight games, there's violence, swearing. It's what you'd expect from an R-rated movie. Yeah. So. Happy that that's there, and and glad that we're, we're that is that is that that they've been created. But parents unfortunately aren't taking them seriously. Yeah. Well, that that's the bottom line. Parents need to take the rating seriously, and they need to take the game seriously. You know what? I, I don't play every game they want, but I I watch them if they've got a new one, and yeah. sometimes I'll I'll have a go. You know, just muck around, see how yeah. it works. It's only twenty minutes of your life. But that's the thing. I think there's a lot of parents that are lazy. There's a lazy, a lot of lazy parents that. Either lazy or just think that oh this is just all too hard. They they they've got the best intentions. They think oh I'm just so confused and they just let the child just look. You know best. You and, you do what you and do. And let me tell you, if you think unlimited screen time is a good thing, 
No. You've, you've got yeah. questions to yeah. be answered. I just don't see how that's a good thing in any totally. way, shape, or form. And now that you that movie thing has been really useful for me to you say that, mate, mm. because I think about like when we were kids, we, it was like you know how much TV you're allowed to watch. Yeah. Um, and so if you if anyone used the argument, I haven't heard this argument. But if anyone said, "Oh, we we used to watch TV all the time," so they're just you know they're on the screen, so yeah. it's screen time, mm. very different because you're engaging in something and the activity Absolutely. is a very True. different thing. Plus two, and this is a whole other topic. The other issue is that they're holding a screen several inches from their face, mm. and that I've read I've read studies about how neck injuries, they're, they're not not only neck but even their eyes because they're, they're focusing on something that's so close to their face, mm. they develop. Um, vision problems. Mm. So when they're 12 and 13 and they're growing, their their eyes aren't as good as they should be because they're focusing on something close to their faces rather than yeah. looking around like normal people do. A world yeah. of problems being created by technology yes. for parents around. <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome your feedback as always. You can find us on Twitter at Trevor Long, at Stephen Fennick, Ziggy Zaggy, the hashtag. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear. And if you are looking to have a better, stronger, faster, wider ranged Wi-Fi network in your home, uh, or be Isn't that is, a Kanye West song? Is it? I've never heard Kanye Dark, West in my Dark life. Punk song? Yeah, anyway. Sorry, what is it? Sorry, sorry to better, better, faster, stronger, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe they should adopt they should. that as part of their market. Maybe they should, yeah. Or, Orbi is the answer for you. Um, and there is not just one Orbi. There's multiple Orbis on the market. I'll give you a tip right now. I've, I know at least two people who've bought them, an Orbi system in the last um, week, and they've got them for well under what you yes. would see as the recommended Shout out retail to Rob, price. Rob, Rob Rigby. Rob and uh, Mate. mates of mine, the shepherds around the corner from me who had streaming issues, I just said, listen, we've done a test on your speed. Your modem yeah. is fine. You need better Wi-Fi. Rob, good deal. He couldn't have yeah, got a better deal with a balaclava it, 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 Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe just a touch, but he would have been chased forever by the cops. Um, for about four fifty, they got it for. Yeah. So you might not get it for really four fifty, but you know, around the five hundred dollar mark, shop, shop around, around, ask yeah. the question. Or be uh, a Wi-Fi solution that extends across your home instead of being a range extender. It's a mesh network, so your devices continuously move throughout the network no matter where you are in the home. And trust me, the speed you get at the modem is the speed you get at the other side of the house too. It's called Orbi, O-R-B-I. You'll find it in good retailers and at netgear.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. So I did a thing this morning on the Today Show, and it's just struck me that it's a good. it's actually a really good thing to talk about. Facebook is testing um, the ability for group administrators – charge a monthly subscription so initially i think of you know the mums groups you know the yeah. the northern sydney mums or whatever that, those yeah. are the kind of groups that get a lot of activity but now I'll, let me plant this seed for you imagine a motivational speaker or a weight loss coach you join their group on facebook yeah. and they say listen or a tech website well maybe <laughs> maybe um i'd say listen 4.99 a month yeah and you get you get access to this group. You get videos every day. You get these, yeah. money, and you, plus you can message me and all these things. So it turns Facebook into like a like a little like a content correct a content right? event destination. So between five and twenty five dollars a month, you can charge people, okay. and you might have an audience of ten. You might have an audience of a hundred thousand. You start making money off them. They're okay. testing this. They are actually physically testing this at the moment with some you know very very select users or something like okay. that. But the idea struck me as being very interesting because I actually don't mind it. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of, uh, especially in those circumstances, like I want to want to join a club or I want to be part of something. You know, club membership yeah. fees can go through that way, something okay. like that. But it made me think also, will, when and if they will charge for Facebook? Because remember, Zuckerberg yeah. kind of mentioned this in, in Congress. 
could we could we see a moment where I pay uh, thirty dollars a year and I get no ads because mm. that's the value of me to Facebook, right? And I don't I don't see why it's it's laughable because, I mean, I pay for YouTube. Yeah. I pay twelve bucks so a month. YouTube Red. I got YouTube Premium. Is Premium. what it's called now. Hello. Um, which is interesting. So now it's now fourteen. So twelve dollars a month. Well, so YouTube Music is twelve dollars a month. YouTube Premium is now fifteen dollars a month. And they get you music. It too? Gets you music as well as, as the, the, what used to be Red. Right. So it's a bloody 15. good deal. So yeah. Have you watched Cobra Kai yet? I still haven't watched it, mate. mate. Get into it. I haven't got time, mate. I'm telling you now, you will binge the hell out of that. Well, mate, it's really good. I'll watch, watch it this it on weekend. the way to Ifa. Watch it this weekend, and we'll talk about it. It won't be happening. Stand okay. time this okay. week. But thanks for your uh, uh, advice. Yeah. YouTube. But anyway, Facebook anyway, Facebook. So, groups. so you think about it. I think YouTube's doing okay out of the revenue. So why wouldn't Facebook start charging for it? I think we're getting to a point where there will be more of these free style services become in somewhat paid. But would would could we reach a situation where you know how they're talking about uh you know Apple Apple having content to pay yeah. paid content, can we reach a point where there'll be Facebook content that people well, want to watch? They'll make TV shows. Weren't, and weren't the rumours today along the lines of, well, Apple's got Apple Music. They're trying to do this TV thing, and yeah. they're also trying to play heavily in the news space with the Apple News. Could we see a moment where we all subscribe to Apple content? Let's call it, yeah. and we get as a part of that fifteen Apple twenty dollars a month, we get music, yeah. TV, and news. And so that news distribution, maybe even they find a model that allows you yeah. to, you either get specific models, like I pay for the telly or whatever it is, yep. or they distribute it based on readership. I mean, that would be the ultimate, is to say, right here, you're an Apple News subscriber. subscriber. Yep. Um, if you read an article on TechGuide, you get, TechGuide gets a cent. I mean, yeah. you know, that would be the ultimate. That model would work probably better with, uh, I know they've got Apple News as a destination, but for, yeah. for, for Facebook's the, a lot of, for a lot of people, it's, it's their world. That's yeah, where totally. they live. So I think that model may work better for, for Facebook. I'm just thinking, could it be where, say, let's, let's use our example. So EFTM Tech Guide, we have our own paid group. So you pay, I don't know, three bucks a month yeah. and then you receive exclusive content from us. So we'd get all the eyeballs, you'd get all the content, and we'd have giveaways and all that kind of thing. Yeah. So that, that could be a possibility. So if you say, let's say, I'll use another example. Say Michelle Bridges. You know how she does that's the a perfect 12, example. 12 week uh, perfect challenge. Perfect example. So that would be, that'd be ideal for her so that you want to join this program rather than having to go to her website. Yeah. You go to Facebook. And, mate, the thing is, this will build longer-lasting relationships. So instead of just mm. the 12 weeks, you become a Michelle Bridges Facebook yeah. subscriber. You don't have to be you know, watching the crazy videos on DVDs. Okay. You just get these little inspirational things every day. Mm. I was listening to a podcast um, uh, the other day. Uh, great, fun podcast. You listen to other podcasts? Just right? one, to be honest. It's really? called The Daily Talk Show. Okay. Uh, it's two blokes in Melbourne called Josh Jensen and Tommy Jacket. And okay. they, they literally just sit and chat for 30 minutes every day. It's, About the day, every day. It's rubbish. Like, it's, it's great. <laughs> Because it's, yeah. it just feels like for someone who works alone, and I think you're yeah. in, you're in this. Yeah. I mean, mate, you're a bit more social than me. You, you go, you see Am a lot. I? You see a lot. No, you do. You go yeah. to a lot of meetings. You go to a lot of coffees. Yeah, yeah. I could be rats yeah. with that. So yeah. for me, it's 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 just like I'm in a conversation with someone. Anyway, okay. they they also do interviews now and then, and they had Greg Jowett on. Do you remember Greg Jowett, yeah. the body trim guy? Yeah, mate, the bloke making squillions, right? Yeah. And he lost it all. Yeah, lost it all. Yeah. Now, he mentioned, just suddenly, they didn't really go into it, but he mentioned he's creating a thing called the Jowett Method. It's like a weight loss thing. Yeah. And he's like this membership thing. Well, this is perfect for someone Absolutely. like him because yeah, it's like yeah. I create this thing on Facebook. It's got the virality that it can grow really easily. Well, it's and got you the make eyeballs already. That's right. So it's like, you know, we, we you, uh, you and I, we have our own website. So we, we rely on people coming to yeah. our website. But if you can, and we've got our own Facebook pages too, but there are people that are there. So at the, the the way it works now is that if we want a lot of people to see our posts, 
more more than normal, normal. we'd have to pay for it. Crazy. So to boost it. So this could work uh, maybe, I don't know, it might be more cost-effective. So rather than boosting individual posts, you create a group that people subscribe to and they get everything. I I think it works in some areas. I don't see it working in a content sense initially. Um, And that's just me. I'm pretty negative about people's ability or willingness to pay. I was having a conversation with Peter Wells who writes for the um, Age and Herald. And I think he's doing, he does a podcast column now. I think he's doing a story on, you know, podcasts. One of the two blokes is going to get a mention. Oh, who knows? Um, but he, he was he was finding, asking the question whether whether there's any podcasters making money off Patreon or making a living out of Patreon, you know, which yeah, is that yes. subscription thing. Yep. And I said, mate, it's not happening in Australia. Not happening. Yeah. Like Osher Gunsberg and Will Anderson get money out of it yep. to pay their production costs and things, but there's no way they're making a living off it. Yeah, of course. And I think Australians, with the greatest respect to our wonderful and many very loyal listeners, yep. I don't think they'd cop a, a, a monthly, weekly fee yeah. to get this dribble. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone the other stuff that we do. Yeah. Because if you if I charge for EFTM, they just go, well, I can get it elsewhere. Like it's, most of it's available it's, yeah, elsewhere. Well, it's a situation where you, if you're used to getting the content for free, why should you suddenly start paying for it? Exactly. So that, that was the issue I think that a lot of the news companies had when they put up their paywall. I'll be sexist and say, I reckon the Facebook charging for groups is going to be huge revenue from the women. You reckon? Because I think women so use Facebook a lot more. Yeah, I right. think there's a lot of uh, buy and sell and group advice things. Yeah. I think women will love okay. uh, and, and will happily pay for it. Anyway, value your thoughts. Ziggy Zaggy the hashtag. Two blokes talking tech. Well, you and I, we were at the Worldwide Developers Conference. Uh, that was already, Feels a, like already an a month ago. ago. It's already four weeks ago that we were there. And... Uh, we were we saw uh, iOS twelve yep. and it, we, they've said it's going to come out in springtime, so that means sort of September October. Yep. And we saw the multitude of new features, uh, but if you don't want to wait till then, there is a way you could get it right now, and that is by joining the Beta Software Program, Apple's program, where if you've got an iPhone or an iPad, you can register it to the program, and you'll get access to iOS twelve right now. And I. I'm going to say they often say don't do this on your primary device and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I've found the, so the developer stable. beta yeah. very. I've had a few you know, reboots and you know, the, the ticking clock, but I found it to be very stable. And that's the developer version, which is always uh, yeah. several steps ahead. Anyway, I've had the of, same, and I've written that in my story. I said it had. We've been had it for a few weeks now. Extremely stable. Haven't experienced any glitches or crashes. How often do you pick up your phone? Uh, I haven't screen checked. time. I haven't checked. Have you turned on screen time? I have, yeah. I okay, thought, right, I, I, right, thought right. I have. So um, you you were four thousand nine hundred. How many times? Have, have an hour? Once every three minutes. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I've turned it on. Let me just check. Once every three minutes, screen I pick up my time. phone. It's go. pretty. It's pretty scary to be honest. Um, and that's that's not, you know, there's not much I can do about that. You know, there's uh, uh, Twitter is my most used app. This is I think this is only today though, and I, I was pretty much sitting at an airport all day today. If I look at my last seven days. Pretty consistent usage. Um, I aim lower on the weekends, which makes me happy um, because I'm not ridiculously addicted in that sense. But Twitter uh-huh. is my number one, Instagram number two, WhatsApp number pick three. Pickups. How many pickups per day? Uh, 257 per day in the last seven days, once every four minutes. Okay. I'm 160 per day, once every seven minutes. Ooh, la da da <laughs> What about 3, your... 3,064 notifications in seven days, around 438 per day. Three, how many? 3,064. I've really got to turn off the Arlo uh, <laughs> schedule. 
Got some issues there. Yeah. Um, I get to my say, most used. I've had 711 WhatsApp messages in the last seven days. Really? And my most used app is Twitter, then Instagram, then WhatsApp. My most used is Instagram, followed by messages. I know. Followed what, by mail. I've seen your Instagram. Followed by Facebook. I know why you're on it. Yeah. Okay. Um, the money the sharing uh, a lot of good content. Oh, why, Joe? yeah, sure. <laughs> the only disappointing thing for me right now is Apple CarPlay hasn't, Google Maps hasn't been updated for yes. Apple CarPlay, nor has Waze. Uh, Rob was asking whether that was a reason to upgrade now, and it's not because yep. it hasn't happened. How many notifications are you getting? A lot. My, I've had 185. Per day? That's, that's the around 26 per day. I've turned a lot of them off. I don't get them. Mate, 3,064. Yeah, around you, 400 per day. You've got to get a life, Trev. Oh, it's because Arlo's smashing yeah. you. Arlo I've really got to like, turn off the Arlo. Arlo, I, I put a turn to Arlo. But I even, only, I only I arm t- Arlo when I'm not home. Mate, if, even if I turn Arlo off, I'm still in... 2000 I get... let's face it trev you got a problem <laughs> okay let's face it let's let's talk about you just You've today got a a, well that today was a big day today 118 twitter notifications Jeez. and 85 you blow, you blowing up on twitter again oh, you the fights on twitter the optus thing i i broke yeah. that story I, I really annoyed optus today because i tweeted that i tweeted that, that SPS was going to have it yeah and <laughs> <laughs> The, the, they rang me and I missed the call and then oh. they text me and they said we've had a lot of inquiries based on your tweet so we're putting out the press release in two minutes there you go there you go <laughs> so yes it's been a busy day on the on the tweets I've been blowing up I've been just in you know just content doing Always your job mate it. doing your job but anyway, the other the other cool features though that yep. I quite like what have you liked so far I, I don't mind have you ever used your Memoji much or not at all did they get you I used it did once it, did it work no because it's not can it's I not, see your Memoji have you not, shared that no, it's not like you, this is the problem. I'm in Samsung world, so I'm thinking it's meant to look like me. It's not meant to look like no, me. You, you build a cartoon character that you want, yeah, um, which is entirely different to Samsung's AR emoji. And I, yeah, I just didn't think it was very good, to be honest. I, I just didn't think it was, you know. I try. I tell you why. Um, uh, I couldn't get a great like hair. I didn't think they had a good receding hairline. <laughs> Really? Um, I okay. didn't think they did greys very well in the hair. Okay. Um, they either had beard or no beard, essentially. They didn't really have a, you know, I'm going to go with stubble effect kind of thing. Um, okay, this is me. I'll show you mine oh, if gonna, you'll show mate, me yours. I'm, I'm, I'm trying real. I think I sent one to Amanda because she wrote back, what the F? Because um, she just thinks all these take things. You take are, a photo of this. Oh, hang on. Oh, hang on. I will. I'll take a photo. Stand by. Stand by. Stand by. This is live podcasting here, folks. Uh Okay, it's got to get. I've got to, got to change the brightness. It's actually not bad, but that's because you've got that crazy Maltese hair. Um, <laughs> the bouffant hair. Mate, is that what, is that what you're saying? Bouffant, really? Um, yeah. Oh, hang on. I could just bring it up, obviously. I could just uh, yeah. go to the camera. I could press on the star. Is that how it works? And then go to the memojis. Oh, where's me? It hasn't deleted it, has it? It has. It's it's obviously deleted it because um, oh. I did. You know, there's been a second developer update. I lost yes, a lot. Yes, I had. I, I did. I that. lost all my screen time Ooh. records okay. with that. Okay. But yeah, I think the Memoji is not really meant to be. It's you. not meant to be absolutely identical. It's you can get be, it close can, enough, close enough for for your friends to recognize. We need you to anyway. test, and because I, I might need your help on the Today Show, we, we, yeah. we need to test FaceTime. Absolutely. Group yeah. calling. Cool. Who else could we get involved? It's got uh, iOS 12, yeah. That we're willing Pete, to, that, Pete that, Wells. That Pete Wells has got it. That we're willing to give our mobile number to, <laughs> yeah. with greatest respect to our great listeners. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> Pete Wells has got it. Our okay. mate, our that's man one. Pete. That's one. <laughs> so that's three. Has your brother three. got it? Uh, no. What? I don't think he has, no. 
It's unbelievable. But he can get it. I'll tell him to get it. We'll, Make it happen. We'll, we'll include Mikey. Make it happen. Anthony, my brother-in-law, my bro, he's probably listening right now. Yeah, he'll, he'll, get him, he'll get on board. What about, uh, Anthony, just by the way, can you ask around the other Qantas pilots? I was at the airport on Monday doing the Today Show Cross, and yeah. I looked like an idiot because I was wearing shorts and thongs, and it was freezing cold. Yeah. Um, and I was sitting down at my laptop typing away, and a dude walked past and he goes, hey, Trev, love the podcast. Yeah. Now, it I'm wasn't, assuming... It wasn't Anthony. I'm, no, no. Well, no, I've no, a lot Anthony. of the Qantas pilots are... are uh, Fans of the show. I finally found my emoji. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. You're going to need to take Not a photo bad. of me now. There you go. Right, okay, keep I'll, keep I'll talking while you do it. I'll do that. I'll, I'll, I'll do that. Because, uh, but yes, Qantas Pilot said hello. I don't know who it was. He didn't stop and actually talk. Okay, hang on. There's a bit, a bit of light behind you there, mate. Hang on. Let yeah, me adjust that. Oh, okay. yeah, <laughs> I know how to do it, mate. There you go. Hang on, let me get a bit. <laughs> you tell me how to take photos now. Yeah, well, you need some help. I'm trying to smile on talk. <laughs> trying like to a smile ventriloquist. like a ventriloquist, yeah. I actually slowed my mouth open because the emoji does. But see, the, the beard's not long enough and the hair's not great. Like, it's just, yeah, there needs to be a receding hairline. Just you should have you should have zoomed in on yourself on the on the thing. <clears throat> I know you got your... your anyway, your that's been Reverend Harry. In there, if you're interested, download it now, folks. Uh, beta.apple.com, I think is the address. Yeah, there's a link on Tech Guide. Oh, <laughs> oh, clickbait! <laughs> clickbait! You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen oh, We're up to the minute reviews already. Yes, we are. That Time flew when you're quick. having fun. It's good because we've got a radio spot to do in 15 minutes. Good um, on you, mate. What the hell's Furbo? Furbo is, if you're a dog owner, you're going to love this. And I'm a dog owner. I've got two Dalmatians. Ziggy and Zaggy. Ziggy and Logan. Ziggy and Zaggy. Oh, I love saying Ziggy Don't and disrespect Zaggy. our audience. Not at all. But this is a, it's a camera for dog owners. So what you do, you set up Furbo. It's about 22 centimetres tall. It's got a camera, high def camera in the top, two way audio, yeah. so you can see your dog, talk to your dog. I need the contact by the way, because I'm doing pets next week on the Today Show. Okay, sure. Well, <laughs> I just it, realized. it can also though dispense a treat. Oh, giddy up! So it can it can spit out a little treat. So often dog owners they leave their dog at home if they're living in an apartment, yeah. you know, so they can check in on on the dog and. They can talk to them. That they they can hear you. You can hear them. Yep. And then if they're a good boy or girl, you get them to sit, and they then you spit out a little treat for them. Uh, so it, gold. it helps you do that, and you do all that remotely, all through the app, of course. So it also has notifications for barking. So if there's excessive barking going on, yeah, it'll say, well, hang on, there might be something wrong here. Your dog's barking a lot, and then you can then log straight into the camera to see, and then maybe calm them down with a treat, or maybe see what's what's doing at home. So it is a really cool way for dog owners. And look, any dog owner who's listening will agree with me. Your dogs are part of your family. And when you're away from them, they miss you. You miss them. And this is a great way to keep in touch with them throughout the day. It's 300 And they jump on you and lick bucks. You and Yes. Blah. That's what they do. They smell. But you can, it's 359 available from Furbo.com. Uh, Link on Tech Guide as well. Amazon Australia also stocked this, and there was it was I think they featured it on the Ellen Show last year, and uh-huh. it went nuts. The people thought, "Wow, what a product!" So, I've reviewed it. Oh, my two dogs, like Ziggy, the older of my dallies, he's really sensitive to noise. Like if something, even if my wife's phone rings, he sort of backs away. He sort of doesn't like noise. Right. When this, when he first, I put this on at home. Because the the, the uh, treat dispenser it's makes a go, bit of a noise, yeah, goes, like I can imagine it. Yep. And he thought, "Holy hell, what's but now this? he knows what it Backed is." Back away, yeah. Then he thought, "Hang on a minute, this thing spits out food. I'm I'm going to stay here." So he learned that, okay, staying here equals food. So he got over the sound, and now he's loving it. There's actually a picture of him jump, just devouring a, a treat that, that came out of the system on my story. So he is uh, enjoying the Furbo. Furbo details, photos, whatnot at techguide.com.au. 
back to you. Mate, that <laughs> says roid me. Exactly it. Roid what? me. Is this some sort of steroid thing? <laughs> no, it's not. This is actually a, a vacuum, a compact cordless vacuum. Now, this is created... It's a dustbuster, mate. Have you, heard, have you heard of that company, Xiaomi? You know, the, the smartphone yeah, company? Xiaomi. 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 Okay. They, this, is a, this is created, this product was created by a member company of, of Xiaomi. How do you say it? Xiaomi. Xiaomi. So it's called the Roidme F8 Storm. Now, this is, I'm not going to say it's a Dyson killer, but it's a Dyson competitor because it has the same compact build, the same wattage of suction as the Dyson, uh, but it's a bit more compact and a little, ch- a lot cheaper as well. So this Chinese brand, and this, this product came about through, through their Indiegogo funding yep. page, They've exceeded their crowdfunding target by 3,245%. So that's how popular this has been. I was lucky enough to get a hold of one of these products that are going to be available to the general public in August. So if you order now, I think it's 289 US dollars, which works out, I think, at about 350 Aussie dollars. So 370, 385 Aussie dollars, I worked it out. So it is significantly cheaper. I'm going to compare it to the V8, not the V10, the V8. Yep. So it comes with your, your your bin dispenser, all the attachments, really compact handle as well, battery life of 55 minutes. Yeah. But it does have a max mode like the turbo yep. mode, like the mode on the Dyson, but that brings the battery down to about 10 minutes. So Like the Dyson. Uh, it, like the Dyson. It is a slightly smaller than the Dyson, so really handy to use in the car as well. There's some really good attachments that, that are specially built so you can get in all the nooks and crannies of your car as well. Also has a Bluetooth app, so it's, it's, it's got an app that comes with it. Mm. So it's, it's a smart cleaner as well. It'll tell you when how much battery you got left. It'll tell you when you're due to change the filters. Uh, it'll give you all that information. It will even tell you how many calories you've burned while you're using the <laughs> vacuum cleaner. So if you want to count those as well. Uh, it stores on the wall as well. There's like a little magnetic holder on the wall that you stick on the wall and then the vacuum cleaner magnetically attaches to mm-hmm. that little uh, the wall stand there. So really handy. It is, uh, it's got all your attachments, of course. There's, it's got a HEPA filter built in. So if you look at all the specs, it's, it's right up there with the Dyson V8 and, and, mm. uh, and it uh, did vacuum. Like the ultimate test for me is being able to vacuum all the dog hairs off the carpet. I've got chocolate colored carpet with white dog hair, so they stand out. This powered through them. Not 100% as good as the Dyson, but not far off it. So pretty good. This is a startup brand that's going to be selling around the world through the Indiegogo page from August. Uh, the the Roidme F8 Storm. It's two eighty nine US dollars. If you jump in now on their on their funding page, I'll put a link on Tech Guide, uh, and you uh, it's they're going to ship by August. Check it out, TechGuide.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Done deal. Let's uh, let's do it all again next week. I reckon. Yeah. Is that a plan? Three hundred and fifty next week. <gasps> Is that a? Oh my God! Who's yeah. sending cake? <laughs> Three fifty. We got cake once. We got cake a few times. Last uh, time, 300 we got cake. Maybe yeah, Necky goes cake Nicky at 300. Necky goes cake at 300, yeah. yeah. I think we should get... Where should, we, should we record somewhere special for 350? Oh. <laughs> you want to get a room? Uh, no. But, uh, I don't know. What, what do we do? Do you well, want to make it special? After, after the show, we'll check the diary. Sure thing. Yeah. All right. That's what we do. It's, we have to check the diary now. Well, because we we're both, both very busy people. Exactly. And we need to fit this in. Yeah. Apologies for not being consistent. But we're getting there, folks. Yeah. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Check us out. Uh, jump on the uh, Twitter 
uh, at Trevor Long, at Stephen Finnick. Stephen's website, techguide.com.au. Mine is eftm.com. Ziggy Zaggy, the hashtag for all correspondents. We'll talk to you next week. 